welcome to a series of unfortunate sequels where we explore the highs and the lows of cinema's most enduring franchises. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And today we're talking about the other lowest rated DCOM or Disney Channel original movie. It was tied uh, with Kim Possible at a 3.7 stars. And that movie is the 2018 version of Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't know they made. Might be the only musical version <laughs> of Freaky Friday. So we were on the page about to hit play and I saw like the tags on it and it said musical and I was like, oh, oh, we're getting a musical and we sure did. We sure did. I guess. There was music. <laughs> so Freaky Friday was originally a book that I think was published in 1972, I saw. It was made into a movie in 1976, and then another one in 1995, which is one that's often overlooked. And then it was released in 2003. That's the Lindsay Lohan one, I think, like, the most famous one of our day, probably, because mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis was also in it. And then now in 2018. So I'm expecting another one in 2035, something like that. Something like that. Right. Had you seen any of these before? Yeah, I saw the Jamie Lee Curtis one. Oh, okay. Um, And... I think that might be it. Yeah. I I never saw that one somehow, even though that was like, I was the age, it was the time for me to see it. But I really liked the 1995 version of Freaky Friday, which is, I can't even, it's not even on uh, Disney Plus, which all the Freaky Fridays are. I Googled all of the Freaky Fridays and it didn't come up. I had to search by the actor or the actress I knew was in it, who was Gabby Hoffman. I remember her being in it. She was in Now and Then. She was also one of the stars of Now and Then, which was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Uh. So I'm assuming that as a kid, I saw this. I think they used to play it on the Disney Channel. And I was like, oh, I know her from Now and Then. Also had Shelley Long. She played the mother. Oh, So there are some big names in this movie, but it like, I don't know why it's not like ever put in with the other. I don't know how good it is. <laughs> it's not a musical. It didn't have Lindsay Lohan or Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, if it's not a musical, then get out, because this is the definitive version. <laughs> but it had Shelley Long and Gabby Hoffman. <laughs> I really want to find it now and rewatch it, but uh, who knows? I Anywho. feel like now that you're mentioning it, it sounds familiar to me. You might have, you might have seen parts of it. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. I don't even know what age I was when I watched it. I certainly didn't have it on like tape or anything. Hmm. No, I don't know. Okay, so this uh, version of Freaky Friday, which we were going to skip, it had less reviews than Kim Possible, um, but I don't know. We just wanted to watch it. Well, you know. I did. I'm going on a, a trip soon, so we're yeah. trying to find something that uh, <laughs> we, we didn't do want to yeah, start a new franchise, that, that as well. Okay, so this has a, an 80s cartoon opening, which was really big uh, movies back in the 80s. They had like these fun openings with like these cartoons, like doing wacky shit. It was always fun. Yeah, you don't see that. it as much anymore. Yeah. Surprised to see it in a 2018 <laughs> the film. Okay, so here we meet our main character, Ellie. She's hanging out with her friends, talking about doing something called The Hunt. They're sophomores now, and this will put them on the map. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Her also, friend... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, the opening opens to what will become a recurring theme in this movie, mm-hmm. which is background music that is very reminiscent of other music <laughs> with other lyrics put on top of it. And the opening song is clearly a Blink-182 song that they have which put one? other lyrics in front of. 
I won't be able to think of it oh. unless I hear it again. Okay. Because you said that and then you started like humming it and I was like, you need to tell me like what fucking song it is. I don't know. I can't just, John's a music major, so he hears this shit and he, I don't know. I don't hear it. Hmm. Anywho, uh, her friends make fun of her that she's only interested in this because a boy she likes is running the hunt. That's Adam. Uh, her friends' names are Monica and Carl. I don't know if they'll come up again, but Carl is a delight. I loved him so much. He's barely in this movie, but he was really funny. Like, I thought the actor was really funny. Uh, next, we meet Catherine. She's going to be the mother of this mother. <laughs> situation. She's planning her wedding with her fiancé, Mike, and we kind of see Fletcher here. That's uh, the the little brother, little brother character. He's a magician, obviously, because he's a 10-year-old. He's delightful, and everyone pretends he's <laughs> annoying, but obviously he's the best character in this movie. I disagree, but... <laughs> he does magic. Yeah, that's not my favorite. Um, But, I mean, he's a pretty normal 10-year-old kid. I didn't think he was that annoying. Like, I feel like the stories that your sisters told me, you were infinitely more annoying as a 10-year-old child. How dare you? Honey, honey. I was... Honey, the... did you put food in your sister's shoes because you didn't want to eat it? Well, yeah, but everyone does that. No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, so Catherine goes into Ellie's room to harass her about the messy room. Gross and kind of fair, honestly. I'm at that age now where I always root for the parents. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you talked about it when we saw it, too. Another movie where this sophomore in high school has just this amazing fucking room. It's any teen movie. They have the coolest room. They they have the master bedroom, obviously, and it's just stunning. No one's room looks like that as a teenager, unless you're rich. I did have friends who were on the like upper middle class scale that had like really dope rooms. Mm. I had a friend with two bedrooms the once. Fuck? What do you do with two bedrooms? I don't know. You and can she, only sleep in one at a time. And she had the bathroom in between them. She had like two rooms and a bathroom in between them. And that was her setup. That's a good fucking deal. Right. And then I had another friend. Fr- I say friend. It was more of an acquaintance. But she had her bedroom. And then we had like a big slumber party there for Color Guard. And we just slept in a different room. Like in the like upstairs that no one you it was just this big room i'm like i sleep on an air mattress with my sister fucking 10 feet away are you serious (laughs) anywho (laughs) uh ellie sings about some teen uh, things and during the song we establish a very important prop an hourglass that her dad gave her (laughs) okay also the lip syncing in this is particularly bad. Really? Just this one Just song? Just this one song. Okay. I don't think I noticed. I don't think I noticed throughout the movie, but this very first one was just awful. After the song, Ellie asks her mom if she can go do the hunt. Uh, Catherine says, no, the rehearsal dinner is the next night, and the hunt scares her. She doesn't understand like what it is. I think if Ellie had just explained what it was, it might have been more clear i don't know probably except i don't think she could explain what it was because given the various explanations we got of it throughout the movie i still don't know what it was (laughs) some kind of scavenger hunt the rules are pretty unclear but it doesn't seem that dangerous like the whole school kind of participates yeah everyone had everyone had like horror stories about it too like oh i remember the last hunt like someone like jumped off a bridge or something oh everyone had which i guess to be fair there were parkour people maybe it was one That's of them true. That... <laughs> it's like maybe it was the dance numbers i don't think it was the hunt i think it was your flair as you do the hunt mm. so this leads to a fight and uh, an angry song while ellie is holding the hourglass and this is when they swap places mm-hmm. they break the hourglass also at this point yeah so no takes these backsies no Ellie says there's a second hourglass, though, because dad gave them 
each one, but Catherine admits that she sold it. She says they can go to the antique shop when it opens later, though, to see if they can find it. Silly dad and his magical hourglasses. What, what these, is he trying to pull? What did he do? What are these hourglasses? What a weird gift to give your daughter and your wife. Right? Like, they're very strange. Like, they're very large they hourglasses. Huge. It was like a little necklace or something. Anyway, at that time, a few people from a magazine arrived to interview Catherine about planning a big, beautiful wedding all on your own or something. This seems like a weird cover for a magazine, but I don't know. I she guess mean, if it's like a, a, a planning your wedding on your own magazine. They do have those, right? D- DIY wedding <laughs> weekly. Uh, John, you joke, but that's probably a magazine. Probably. Yeah, it's definitely at least 800 Pinterest pages are titled that. Oh, absolutely. More than 800. I don't know why I said such a low number. So Catherine needs Ellie to go do this interview to help her catering business. Ellie says that's fine, but then Catherine has to go to school or she's going to flunk out. They're both very confident that it's so easy to be the other one. They got this. They got this. They got this. <laughs> so Catherine goes to high school and meets some very well-dressed bullies. I don't really know what happened after this with the PE teacher because I was appalled that John revealed that they couldn't wear jackets in his high school. <laughs> Including, he's like, I wouldn't have been able to wear any of these jackets. Like a girl was wearing like a stylish leather jacket. Someone else had a jean jacket on. John, apparently they were not allowed to wear those in his high school. I mean, just what if you hid snacks in there? What if you hid snacks in there? Yeah. Do people have purses? They have backpacks? What if you hid snacks in there? That was their reason. I mean, they I were doubt, worried about. I doubt that snacks. was their reason. Yeah, I don't I'm sure they were worried about kids looking too cool and then mm. hormones would fire and then babies. <laughs> we had a bad enough dropout so, rate due to babies. So we need less clothes <laughs> on these children. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Catherine meets Adam now, has a flirty vibe. He's super cute. Um, Catherine asks him why the hunt's so important, and Adam tells her that he wants to make it about community or support or something. And she's like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of nice. So uh, mature. So mature. Uh, back with Ellie, because I'm skipping some scenes about biology here. What? What? You're skipping the biology right, John, scenes? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do the biology scene. Well, what's so riveting and important in this biology? Well, scene? first of all, they're dissecting frogs, uh-huh. which uh, Ellie is a pro at because she, Ellie's mom, Catherine, is a pro at. Yeah, Catherine in Ellie's body uh-huh. is a pro at because she's a baker, so she knows how to work a knife. So she's really good. She says she's a chef. I mean, if she runs a catering business, it's not just baked goods; it would be cooking as well. Mm. So she would be good with a knife. So she's good at dissection. Sure. And then she brushes hands with Adam. Adam. And her teenage <laughs> biology just fires right off. And you know, in her mind, she's like, but I am grown. Yeah. And then they have a song that goes along to the music of uh, Guy Love from the Scrubs musical <laughs> episode. <laughs> okay. So Ellie is meeting with those magazine people. She's pretty gross and rude and then has to dance with Mike because he says they've been practicing for a while. And it ends with her knocking the cake top into her assistant's face. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. All right, back with Catherine. The mean girl Savannah pours coffee all over Catherine. While cleaning it off, she notices that Ellie has pierced her belly button. Scandalous. Scandalous. So Ellie goes to high school for the parent conference because um, actual Ellie has been (laughs) skipping school and whatnot over time. It comes out that she's uh, started doing badly five years ago, which is when her dad died. Uh, So, I don't know. Catherine has, like, a moment of being like, oh, I thought I should leave you alone, which is wild. Like, get her a therapist. I don't know. (laughs) Although it it was weird 
because she said that, and then later on, Ellie was like, when Dad died, I thought you were just trying to control my life, but now I see you were trying to protect me. So it was like, was she trying to yeah, leave her alone, or was she being overbearing? I really I... don't, I'm really not sure. Yeah, it's unclear. Unclear. <laughs> That's okay. After the meeting, Catherine has to go to P.E. and Ellie has to pick up Fletcher and his stupid snotty friends who fart in the car. Yeah, they do. Stupid (laughs) snotty kids. While doing the carpool, she stops at the antique shop but sees that it's closed. The merchandise was distributed between 30 other antique stores. So Ellie calls Catherine uh, and tells her to describe the hourglass to Adam so he puts it on the list for the hunt because if the whole school is looking for it, someone will find it, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine goes ahead and looks like a fool in P.E. And then she tries to ask Adam about the hourglass, but she like tells Adam that the hunt is childish and he gets upset and he's like, ah, you're not who I thought you were. It's like, yeah, she's a 40 year old woman. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't know that. Yeah. And then she snaps at her friends, too, and they get upset. She's losing control. I did notice that this movie has quite like... Everyone in this movie has a very low threshold for weirdness. <laughs> I feel like if this had happened, everyone would be like, okay, this person's being a fucking weirdo today. We're going to leave them alone. We'll come back tomorrow and maybe they'll be better. <laughs> yeah. Especially as a teen. Like, I definitely have moments where my friends acted really strange one day and I'd be like, wow, they're a real dick today. And then the next day you just fucking forgot about it. Yeah. You just pretend it didn't happen. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, everyone takes it very seriously. They really do. <laughs> Okay, so Ellie messes up by singing. Okay, so, all right, this scene. So Ellie has to go walk with Fletcher, I guess. And uh, she sings a whole song about how parents lie, which makes them pack a suitcase and run away. John, what was the best line in the lying song? Uh, She has a line (laughs) that... uh... It's kind I of wish like we knew what was before the bad I know. line. It's a it's a big like it's a line ender. You know, it's one of the ones that you you kinda linger on or to to end a whole mm-hmm. section. It's, Parents lie like rugs. <laughs> and that was What really needs to be noted <laughs> is that rugs didn't rhyme with any other word no. in the song. And the rest of the song rhymes. It's not like that was a stylistic choice. No, just out of nowhere, this that that line that line gets dropped. She, she sang it like she really didn't want to be singing not it. Want to sing She's that? Like, oh my god, you're gonna make me say the lies like rugs thing. Like we're we're acknowledging that's dumb, right? Somewhere else <laughs> in the song, we're gonna say, "Why did I say?" No, we're not. Oh nope. shit. Okay. <laughs> nope, it's never acknowledged. So at the rehearsal dinner, Catherine's assistant quits. And Ellie's friends come over to tell her that they're going to do the hunt without her because she's a weirdo today. In retaliation, Ellie tells Mike she's rethinking the whole wedding thing. But before they can talk about that, they realize Fletcher is missing, so they all go out looking for him. Man, that was not an equal retaliation. Right? Right? Like, my friends are a little mad at me today, so I'm going to call off your wedding with your fiancé. That you've been planning and, and have like, your whole business staked in, which yeah. she was already very open to her about. Like, oh, yeah. I, I mortgaged our home. If this doesn't go well, we lose the house. <laughs> like, no, fuck you, mom. My <laughs> friends are mad at me, and I'm going to be homeless now. <laughs> So Adam's the one who ends up finding Fletcher kind of accidentally at the bus station. Adam's super sweet and talks Fletcher out of running away. He's really like the best part of this <laughs> whole movie. Uh, they go to the house and Ellie talks to Adam about the hourglass, kind of like being like, oh, you know, 
my daughter, because remember, this is Ellie and Catherine's body. You know, my daughter, that hourglass mental her, that's the only reason she was trying to push for it. Also, she really likes you. And Adam's like, oh, my God, I really like her, too. <laughs> and then he's like, this is weird that I'm talking about you with uh, with this. <laughs> You're her mama. Her mama. Her mama. <laughs> Not the mama. But she does end up talking Adam into putting the hourglass on the list. Ellie's friends come over and they all agree to go on the hunt together. Catherine takes out the bobby pin. She's ready to go wild. She had a bobby pin in her hair. That was like her way of like dressing up to go to school. She put a blazer on over a shirt she'd been wearing. She admittedly, she'd been wearing that for over 24 hours. This like plaid shirt. She put a blazer over it, put a bobby pin in her hair. It didn't look good. Ready for the day. Right? I think it like, if she had done something, had a twist or something to make it look a little fancier. Mm. She doesn't know those fancy styles, though. She's got straightish hair. <laughs> she don't? Oh, I guess. So Ellie has a moment with the magazine people about how hard it is to be a mom. Kids just don't understand. But now I do. The adults all decide to make seven layer bars instead of cake. Everyone's really excited about this, but I don't know what seven layer bars are. So I can't get excited with them. Yeah, they brought it up. And then the, the people, for, first of all, I did like that the people who are going to do the article about the wedding had like changed their mind at this point they were mm-hmm. walking out they're like we can't do a story on this she's like no no really there's a story here she's like you don't even have a top to your wedding cake <laughs> what would we do a story about <laughs> there's no wedding uh, here and she's like oh no we'll just make seven layer bars and they're like oh my god i love seven layer bars that won everyone over it was mike's idea to make the seven layer bars and the the actress who plays Catherine is so fucking cute um anyway she also convinces the assistant not to quit here so the hunt is a whole big song. John and I didn't really understand it or the rules. No, but it did have one of three half-step modulations. Oh, in okay. It. They uh, they really like those in this movie. Normally, it's impossible to find a musical that doesn't have one of these. They usually do it in their like big showstopper now, honey, song. Honey, honey, for the regular folks, demonstrate what you're talking about. It's very hard to do because it kind of relies on the chords around the half step. But um, it's kind of when you hold like this long note, like, and then now you're in that key instead of the key that you were just in. Mm -hmm. And normally you see it in like a big showstopper musical performance, but they fucking loved it here. And they just threw it everywhere. (laughs) Hey, that thing, we're going to do it everywhere. They did it in the first song in the movie. They liked it. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. So back at the house, Ellie apologizes to Fletcher, and she has a pretty sweet moment with Mike where he says that Ellie can be angry with him because losing her dad was really hard. And he's like, you know, you're too hard on Ellie, <laughs> all of this <laughs> other stuff. It was kind of cute. So back at the hunt, it's apparently been all night, and they can't seem to find this hourglass. By the way, on the list, it just says hourglass. Yeah. It doesn't say specifically which one. They happen to find it right there, though. They they find a, an antique clock shop instead of just... This is really funny, but John's from this small town of Connecticut, and they have so many fucking antique shops on, like, this one road. It's antique great. Antique capital of New England. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I honestly can buy the small... Like, it's not even a small town that a town would have stuff like this. Um, Yes. Okay. So they go inside to get it, but Savannah barges in and takes it. So Catherine's like, you know what? Fuck this. And she grabs it, and she runs to the finish line. Now... If you're curious how this hunt works, mm-hmm. um, so are we. Yeah. We did watch the movie. We they did. explained several rules about it. So I'll share what we do know. Oh, okay. 
Um, rule number one, the first person to complete all of the tasks uh, wins. Um, so that's all we know necessarily about <laughs> the hunt. There were a few scenes where like the they all have an app on their phone for this hunt, and the app will say something like, a bowling alley. And then we'll see at the bowling alley, like, okay, the, the list master's there, Adam, and he's like, this challenge is a dance-off. But presumably, like, people will have finished the tasks before that task at various speeds. So what happens if somebody gets to the bowling alley after the huge musical number ended and the dance-off is over? Who knows? Uh, and when Ellie was running, and Ellie was running into the theater, I guess, where the, the end zone was, um, she's just running up with the hourglass. She doesn't have any of the other shit that they've collected. Her friends are carrying a bunch of it and they're lagging behind quite a bit. But as soon as she gets on stage, Adam's like, and Ellie is the winner. Yeah, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. I think they could have put a little bit more work into this. <laughs> into the large focal point of... Yeah, I don't think it would have been that hard to have a scavenger hunt stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's... Scavenger hunts have pretty established rules. It yeah. would have been pretty easy. It would have been very easy. But, uh, but you yeah. know, yeah, she Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. wins. Yeah. <laughs> So, Catherine gets back to Ellie, who's already in a wedding dress. It's apparently the wedding day now. They try to recreate the incident with the hourglass, but it doesn't work. They walk down the aisle, and Ellie gives a big speech about lessons she learned or whatever, and they sing a song about love, and that gets them to switch back. There's a few other wrap-up scenes, but I didn't write them down. <laughs> what? What about the the huge dance number at the end? It was really um, lackluster. And then a dog runs oh, across, and everyone... Fake laughs. Yeah, we made fun of the fake laugh instantly at the same time. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, so that was the Freaky Friday remake. Um, I guess my feelings on it are 3.7 is very low. I feel like it's too low for this movie. I don't know. It wasn't great, but it's just a fun, silly decom. It definitely didn't need to be a musical. And if you're going to make it a musical, make the music better. They had aspirations for sure. Mm-hmm. You could tell that they were... They were trying to be like Frozen or Wicked yeah, in how they were yeah. writing it, um, but the instrumentation got. You know what? I feel like the the way the vocals were written, I really liked. Yeah, the the vocal the parts were very well done. The lyrics that they put along with the vocal mm. parts, those were pretty bad. And then I, yeah. the, the background music was good, but mostly because it was from other stuff. <laughs> I can't honestly like start singing one of the songs right now. And I feel like if I were to watch a musical, at least one of the songs will be in your head, like a good one. Even if you don't know the song super well, you'll like remember some of the songs. But I'm just remembering the songs we were talking about during the mm. movie, like Love is an Open Door is in my head now. <laughs> Something like that. And Ping Pong Girl, which is from Biology, Jose's girlfriend. That's all it is. Biology, no, honey, that's what I love. <laughs> that's mine, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they obviously, they don't have as much money or time, most importantly. This is a made-for-TV movie, so, like, the time dedicated to the music isn't, like, the time dedicated to the music in Frozen, you know? So, I, I don't know. 
I really couldn't tell you. But I don't know. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was a television show. Yeah. And I read Rachel Bloom's book, and they had very little time to do all of these songs, and they made some awesome shit. Um, and those were in our heads while we were, were listening to this. <laughs> it's really good music uh. in that show. But I'll say, like, obviously the message is just the same as it always is. And it's a fine one. You know, the misunderstanding between a parent and a teenager. Being a teenager sucks, dude. It sucks so much. I dug it. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> John's been chill about, like, every aspect of his life. He's like, oh, yeah, that year was a, that was a good year. <laughs> like, I would rather do anything else than relive my <laughs> 15th year. But uh, I did, I honestly really liked all of the actors in this. I thought, like, they, they all, as the kids say, understood the assignment. <laughs> I really liked the mom, who was acting like a teen the whole time. Catherine, she was so funny. I thought she was really good, and a lot of her line deliveries were really funny and cute. And the Love of Interest was adorable. Disney movies have gotten a lot more diverse since I used to watch them. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> since 2004 or whatever. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I don't know. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's one of those things... God, I was... Debating this tangent I was about to go on. Go for it. We have time. I was just listening to that Besties episode about Skyward Sword. And one of the things that they said was like, controlling the camera is hard because normally you control the camera with the right stick. But because they had to convert motion controls to a, you know, switch controller, they had to move the sword controls to the right stick. So now they can't have a camera control. And Justin was like, hey, I get that that's tough. But at that point maybe say yeah we shouldn't do this maybe we just don't have what it takes to do this i kind of feel like that with with some like musical content mm. where like you're you're aware ahead of time of what you've got yeah the money and time to do so maybe at that point just be like hey you know what we don't have the 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 maybe not the money or time but maybe the money and time combined with talent for like a musical let's do something else <laughs> yeah i definitely think it would have worked better not as a musical and then you could have just had time for more scenes with the actors doing their thing that i thought i thought they all did pretty well um yeah you could throw one song in there at the end that that big oh, closing yeah. piece if you want was there one in the Lindsay lohan thing wasn't she like a rock star in that she a musician or something mm. and we're seeing trailers for it was the wedding thing still the same in that freaky friday I don't even was there still a wedding you don't remember i don't know I didn't see it. Now I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> and every time I think about like old Freaky Fridays, I confuse them with the uh, the original Parent Trap. Really? She was so much younger in the Parent Trap. No, the original. Oh, the parent original trap. Parent Trap. Why? I don't know. That's a totally different film. It is. The original one's so old. I can't explain my mind. I can't how either. It works. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. John's had some whiskey. <laughs> But for context, this is one star above Home Alone 4. And I feel like that's harsh. Home Alone 4 has 2.7. We rate everything based on Home Alone 4, essentially, because it was so, so terrible. It was. It was just the worst. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one's definitely better than one star above Home Alone 4. How would you compare it to Kim Possible, which has the same exact rating? I put Kim Possible above this. Yeah, I think Kim Possible is better. I think a lot of the low ratings from Kim Possible just came from people being bitter and bitchy. Being like, this didn't look like that cartoon. It's not fucking not a cartoon, dumbass. Yeah. I think the Kim Possible team had a much harder job 
than the Freaky Friday team to remake a movie that had been remade four times already. (laughs) I don't know, though. That's kind of tough. And the last Freaky Friday was like massive. It was a massive hit. There's a lot of of memes and gifts or whatever. And you could tell that the main thing that they were like, we'll leave our mark by making it a musical instead. And that's the one thing that we were like, hey, maybe they shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) So the one thing they changed was the one thing we hated. I wouldn't say hated. That's harsh. But, you know. No, it's just like I I wasn't paying much attention to the songs. It didn't catch my attention at any point. Yeah. Except when they had the bad parents lie like a rug or parents lie like rugs. I think it was like rugs, which is even worse. Uh, Why was that? I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. So how would you rate 2018's Freaky Friday, the musical? I would rate 2018's (laughs) Freaky Friday, the musical. Mm -hmm. One convoluted hunt. Mm, Yeah. And two oddly magical hourglasses um and oh i'm going with a number theme what is there what is there three of in this movie uh three french hens no there's no french hens oh shit um there's three there's three lovable sidekicks to ellie i guess so my counter brother oh okay i was thinking about adam i guess that works too (laughs) There's four lovable sidekicks. And and a lot of bits of other better songs. Mm. Yeah. How would you rate Freaky Friday 2018, the musical? That wasn't it at all. I would rate 2018's Freaky Friday, the musical. That's not the full title. That's just what I was recalling it. I don't know why I called you out for saying it, quote, wrong. It's <laughs> not a bright way to say it. It's just called Freaky Friday. I don't... But I would rate it um, one Catherine because I really, really liked her. And I would rate it uh, two super hot teachers that were at the... Oh, you dug both of them. Yeah, huh? they were both pretty okay, hot. Okay. <laughs> like, she's meeting with Ellie's teachers and like they're both just wildly good looking to me. Yeah, they got some some smoke shows at that. Yeah, and there's just this one scene. Um, now I have a number thing. I said one and two. I'd I'd also rated three, um, really bad like Photoshop screens on their phones because that was really funny. Oh uh, three yeah, three of them had like the, the fake apps. Yeah, like they had their phones open. And it was clear that like in post, they just added what the app looked like. It it didn't fit <laughs> very well. No, it did not look like a phone screen. Yeah. And I'm going to subtract four songs because the movie probably would have been better with four less songs in it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's my rating for 2018's Freaky Friday the Musical. <laughs> would you show it to our kid? I would show this to our kid if they wanted to watch it. It wouldn't yeah. be my first Freaky Friday choice. It'd be like my fourth out of four. In our Freaky Friday <laughs> marathon that we're apparently having. With our kid. <laughs> Are they going to watch the original Parent Trap during this marathon? No, John, it's different. That's a different mo- That's a different marathon. I did uh, back in the day. Uh, back in the day, I mean like um, a few months ago. <laughs> I was like, let's maybe do Freaky Friday. We'll watch the highest rated and the lowest movie rated Freaky Friday. But John pointed out that probably wouldn't be super exciting to go beat by beat because they'd have like the same beats. <laughs> but we would have ended up watching this one anyway. So That's true. Yeah. Do you have any more final thoughts on 2018's Freaky Friday the Musical? 
No, it's okay. Okay, John has no more thoughts. I don't either. It's okay. <laughs> this is going to be our last... It's a movie. This is going to be our last episode for a little while because John's going on a long hike and we're just going to be mm-hmm. taking a little taking a little breaky break. Um, so August 27th will be our next episode. We're taking a little, little break. I'm excited. Mm. Yay. Woo. But thank you for listening to another lowest rated decom. <laughs> I hope to do more of these. I have like a small list of other... Um, not franchises, but collections that we could do that I'm pretty, pretty, pretty pumped about. Yay. Yay. Well, folks, until next time, watch the best. And save the rest for us. It's bye, bye love. love. That's all it is. Oh, bye love. Bye else. love is a different song. <laughs>